You can check out all the episodes of the Table of Truth on our website, www.tableoftruth.com. You had Stephen A. Smith in your belly screaming? Oh, dude. That was gross. All right, hold on. Calm down with all that laughter. Once again, welcome to the Table of Truth. This is your man, Cam. We are back uh, talking. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> laughing already. Um, with me, as always, chime in, fellas. Uh, what up, y'all? Oh, um, sorry. I'll go. <laughs> sorry. What up, y'all? It's... Uh, I suck at fantasy football, D. Hope you guys are doing well. What up, it's Dwayne. Yo, it's the Phantom Pain, Snake Pliskin, Metal Gear from the West. <laughs> west, West, West. Yo, what's going on, yo? This is your man, Light Stomach, a.k.a. Ant. What up? Fricassee <laughs> Fred over here. Bird up. Oh, he said Light Stomach. <laughs> Grill fries. <laughs> Fry Grilla. Fry Grilla. What up, y'all? How y'all feeling? How y'all feeling? Well, everybody, doing, good, doing good, you know. Giants in first place, tied with D. So we're not a stress. <laughs> the, the stress can, can can begin now. No, I, I literally watched that game with one eye open. I, I was like, I'm waiting. I had a bandana on my head. I'm like, I can't watch it with both eyes. I'm gonna get upset. Yeah, the first play, I said, Oh God, I know D. <laughs> And then what? my girl was like, yo, you need to get amped. I'm like, nah, I'm not 23 anymore. Like, I'm not getting worked up so I can get upset. But not to knock you, D, I did have Spiller on my fantasy. I started him only Good. because my roster sucks. It wasn't like I planned it. My my, my, my backs is limited, but I did start him, and I yo, paid off. You talking to I will start anybody going against my team in real life. <laughs> like, I was mad when they took Mark Ingram's touchdown away. I'm like, yo, that dude scored, man. His butt was down. I'm like, damn. <laughs> Give him a touchdown. Man, this is this, this all I got to say about my fantasy, man. I'm looking at my team like Pedro from and Jobu, man. If Jobu don't help me, fuck you, Jobu. Man. Of course. <laughs> I do it myself. Yeah, I do it myself. My team one and three, man. My whole team got me tight, so I don't even want to talk about it right now, man. It's a long season, but it is what it is. And I'm looking at a lot of my players. They on milk cartons right there, right now. So, um, it's, <laughs> all hey, milk cartons. And speaking speaking of speaking of I, I don't know if does this sound cruel or not, but I'm kinda mad about the CC thing. I'm not mad that he's asking for help. I'm only mad that you waited to a few days before the the the, the, the postseason? Postseason CC Sabathia? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, right, well, wait, 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 wait. CC Sabathia, he checked himself into he's going into alcohol rehab. So uh, Yankees are about to make the playoffs and he won't be able to pitch for them this off season. Oh wow, that's a big deal. I don't, I don't, I don't want to come off sounding cruel, but as a business standpoint, you're, as a you're, fan, you're, you're I, a sports I fan. Team. You're a fan. You're mad. But as, as a sports fan, if fans did buy season tickets, they should have at least been told. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Y'all could correct me if I'm wrong. But as a business, like, damn, you. That's that's like Eli Man talking about. Yo, I'm, I got a drinking problem the day before the playoffs. Like, <laughs> like you couldn't get this checked out last month. Like nobody knew about this problem. Maybe it was an in-house thing. But I don't know. As a Yankee fan, I was like, damn, CC before the playoffs? You got well, a drinking problem? If you was following them, you, you should be happy he's not pitching for us in the playoffs. 
Oh yeah, yeah I mean, okay, it's not bad. That's true. But he's just a big name. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm thinking too That's much. That's all he is. He is a big name, but he's not what he was five six years ago. Like he he he's overpaid right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we yeah. make when we clinch the the wild card, maybe somebody poured champagne or or poured a forty ounce on him and he's like, yo, I need I need to stop this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just I just feel when you're actually getting paid all that money, I think it's your obligation to let everybody know, like, yo, I'm we, going. He, He's human, though, man. He, he I was just, just like about a, to say the same thing. He, he's human, know. man. He, he, even though the only difference between me and him is he's just a highly paid professional. But he's just human. He so then that's the No, but he just he gets in bed. Just because you make a lot of money don't mean you're supposed to act a certain way. I mean, he's just as human as we are. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I look at it like if he got a problem, man, he's dealing with the same issues we deal with. You know what I'm saying? We got problems. So he has to try to come to grips with that, just like Johnny Menzel, man. I mean, finally, he admitted he had a problem. So, I mean, if CC have a problem, better now. And, and, and outside of being a fan, I hope, I'm hope i a fan of CC because he's from California. And, but the thing is, though, um, I hope he get himself right before being a fan, you know, because he's, he's a brother. He's successful. You know, I like to see him win in life, then win a pennant or whatever, man, because if it's alcohol, it's a real deal. Yeah. So I I get it, you know we tight because you know that's your team. I'm a Yankee fan, and, and but at the same time, man, get yourself right, you know. I, I you know, care less. I care like, less about the ring. Yeah, it sounds like it got to the point where it's not like you know you need to go to the doctor or you need to go somewhere, and yeah. you've been holding off. I think he realized it's to the point where yo, playoffs, uh, pennant, no matter what, like I need to I need to take care of myself, and I I get it. But that I also get what I also get what you're saying, Anthony, like. You're supposed to hold yourself at a higher regard, yeah. or we hold him at a higher regard because he's an athlete. But at the same time, Cam is right; he is human. So I'm kind of split in the middle. Like I see both sides. We put him on the pedestal as being like he should do this and that, but at the same time, man, like I just look at him as another human being. So. <clears throat> yeah, I mean that's like I said, it's it's just the sports thing, man. You deify certain people, so you're like, yo, you should take it for the team and. Just shit, get the shit together. I'm sorry. When you when you start getting paid five hundred thousand a game, I hold you to a little bit of certain standards, man. That. But again, if maybe if he was about to kill, like if it was up to that point where, yo, if I don't go today, I might die tomorrow. Or oh, fuck it, man. yeah, I gotta do, it, man. I'm not gonna sit here and say why you ain't playing. Yeah. <laughs> well, you did. But, yeah. <laughs> nah, but not not as it's deathbed, but I don't know. It's you mean to tell me the organization didn't know he had a drinking problem all this time? Nah, no, they've been knowing. Somebody knew something. You come on. No, nah, they've been knowing. It's just that he actually did, actually took the initiative to check himself in. Yeah. Oh, well, well, we don't know. Maybe, maybe somebody in the, in the clubhouse was like, "All right, this, this enough is enough." Maybe he was Denzel in flight. Maybe he woke <laughs> up and realized he, he should he should tell yeah. the truth and check himself in. Or maybe somebody was like, "Yo," just, somebody yeah, in the press, or maybe the press found out. And they, there's so many different. Ways this this story could have been spent. Somebody in the press could have found out about it and was about to publish it, and they told him, "Yo, you gotta get out ahead of this." Or maybe management was like, "You know what? Maybe it's better off if you check yourself in, because we notice you have a problem." So, who knows? Who knows the true yeah. story? It's too many. Yeah, it's too many X factors. You're right. You're right. You're 100 percent correct. But let's let's keep it on sports and let's talk about Stephen A. Smith versus <laughs> versus Kevin Durant. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Actually, you know what? Yo, Dwayne, recap it for people that don't know, that might not know what's going on. All right. Last week, uh, Stephen A. Smith on First Take said that 
Kevin Durant is thinking about signing with the Lakers. Like, he's not going to re-sign with Oklahoma. He's going to go to L.A. This weekend, or I guess it was Friday or whatever day it was. No, 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 it's just that. He didn't say he he was going to sign. He said he highly regarded it as the Lakers as a top destination. Okay, yeah, he sources were saying, or he had sources saying that L.A., he was thinking about signing with L.A. It was a top destination for him to come to, correct? Yes. Correct. So from there, Kevin Durant released a statement saying, Yeah, I don't know him. (laughs) Pretty much. No one in my family knows him. We don't talk to him. It was more like, yo, I don't know where you're getting your sources from. He basically said he was a liar. I'm pretty sure he called him a liar. He said Stephen A. Smith is a liar. Like whatever he says. So Stephen A. Smith Go ahead, Cam, what you gonna say? Well no, he said uh he also said that if it don't come from his two closest like advisors, like his manager and this other cat Then it's a lie, right? It's it's a lie. It's, it's, It's fabricated. So today on first take, Stephen A. Smith in a twenty minute twenty minute segment I back at Kevin Durant and said that he don't want no problem, son. Basically, that's what he said. In the interview, he don't want no problems. 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 Where he got on his little scrappy. He came. He came on first take with a bike. He said, "Stop playing with me, folk. Put them paws on you." Actually, it was pretty, pretty funny because like he, he got he, even when he was like talking. How he was, he had he had like he was on the street corner. Like, look, son. Nah, but I can't front though. The question somebody's character, I'd have been kind of upset too. So I, I understand where he was coming from, but it was just too much, too much pillow talking, man. Just, it was just <laughs> too much talking. It's just like, yo, yeah. I, I honestly feel when, uh, something at that level. You just, you're gonna have to just call him up and like, yo, listen, we're gonna have to go out for lunch or something because you're not gonna air me out on national television like, like I'm a fraud and, and assassinate my character. Like that's. I think that's past a television show. Like we cannot, because it just it just becomes back and forth after a while. Because now is Durant going to respond back? Because the way how Stephen A. came at him, like yo, don't play with me. Even though he was right, he did come out like yo, I'm but, not playing. With you. But but what does me. "don't play with me" mean? Like okay. he, I guess I mean, with him, I hope he hopefully he doesn't take this route. Please don't, Stephen A. He could probably air out some of his some of his his personal life because he is the media. So he, at the end of the day, he has the last say. He can ruin everybody's reputation. May, may I chime in, please? Yeah, please. Yeah, yes, sir. Please, Mr. Right. L.A. Yeah, you talking about your Lakers. Exactly. Okay, so you know where I'm going with this, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, let me... let me. Lakers are like, can you live? Can you live? I'm going to take the Stephen A. Smith route. Okay. And do it like this. I respect Stephen A. Smith. He's a credible journalist. Uh... He is uh, one of the top talents in the NBA when it comes to information. But first and foremost, I am a Laker fan. Been a Laker fan since the, since the early '80s. And please believe, I've been through the roller coaster of emotions when a free agent is linked to the Lakers and they say, "Oh, he's gonna sign here," and I'm like, "Okay, you get hype," and and you see the memes, which report ported, and I was like, "Here we go again." I like Chris I, Paul. Chris Paul. Marcus Aldridge and so forth and whatnot, and and I I, I, st- I took a step back to be the sensible Laker fan, and I am, and we're we're a dime a dozen, we're few and far between sensible Laker fans, and I say, you know what? I think it's bullshit because until he signs, he's I don't I don't buy it. We've been through this road before. Now with that said, Stephen Aden probably fucked off our season by telling Kevin Durant. If he was going somewhere, because as a Laker fan, we don't want no problems. We want to get our free agents, 
We don't want people to say, oh, he doing this and doing that. But at the same time, to, for Kevin Durant to call him a liar, when has Stephen A. ever really been wrong? He, it's not like he Chris Broussard. Chris Broussard is an idiot. You know, like, that's like, a vampire right there, you bet. Yeah. Le- LeBron James. LeBron James. <laughs> so, so as a Laker fan, I'm like, man, he fucking the game up. Telling he calling Kevin Durant a lot. I mean, he, he was like, you don't want no I felt like he was about to start snitching. Like he about to snitch on the league. Like that's what it sounded like. It was just wild talking. I'm like, yo, this is too much too much yapping, yo. Yeah, but I I mean I get I get why Steve like I said, Stephen A been in the game twenty plus years. Word. When he when when he says something, especially regards the NBA, it's pretty much damn near on point. Pretty so there's much. there's smoke to that fire. Now Kevin Durant could have probably came out and said, you know what, uh, I haven't made any such decisions or what not. It been it took the political high road because he's a good character, and even Stephen A. went on the record to say he's a good guy. I still rock with him, but he yep. took, but I, it was funny because I think Stephen A. took it. He could have been a bigger, bitter, bigger man about this. Uh, I don't know about that, Ken, because he talked about his character, like he, like pretty much his job, like he's a fraud. And, okay, and but but, but, but when somebody say you're a liar, but if you if, if someone call you a liar and you know you're not one, who do you yeah, have to You can stay away. Not the culture again. You can stay. You can scare away interviews, or people might not want to deal with you based off of a story that Durant made up, and that could hurt affect his career. He is the media. Yeah, so but it also goes back to my thing where it's like, I get, because I, like, you know, I watch, my, my co-workers watch First Take at work sometimes, and like, I watch it, and like, sometimes, like, the true, they have relevancy to a certain point, but then, like, it gets to a point after a while where, like, come on, man, it's not that serious, dude. Like, well, I, the way yeah, he was I talking about that, it was, like, it was, yeah, like, a personal yeah. thing, and I, yeah, I didn't right. know why. Hey, if he'd have had the fucking Melvin in the Blue Notes, I'd have thought it was a ghost face type okay. comeback. Can I ask you a question? If another, if another podcast came at us and said some stuff about us and, and, and assassinated our character, wouldn't y'all feel a certain way and, and come right back the next week no, and defend I, I, yourself? I, I think it's different with us because we're not on the level of Stephen A. Smith. He's built a rapport that spans 20 years. You know, the table of truth only goes back so far. Yeah. Well, I, what, about what, just, what about just what about just principle? Just principle. You know what? I'll put not, it on this not, way. Not, so, all right. So I'll put it on this way. So at work, someone accused me of sabotaging them and being evil with my yeah. machinations, and so yeah. it was the thing. The thing that actually was more upsetting to me was the fact that the people didn't really know who I actually am, as opposed to just like baseless accusations. And so, like when I was, you know, defending myself, I had to, I was I had to calm myself down, but I was also keeping it more on a professional level and and purposely taking out the personal jabs just because it doesn't really help you at all. Where no. like I think Stephen A half of it was professional, which I thought was dope. Everything you talk about his resume, this, this and that. But then when he got to the end where it was like took a real he took a Queens real quick. Put the camera on me. He was like, put the camera on me. Put the camera back <laughs> yeah. on me. He was like, now, now, however, <laughs> Kevin Durant, you know. You don't want it with me, bro. Don't make an enemy out of me, bro. Word. I'm gonna tell you but, like it is. But yo, see, that's up. that's my question. What does that mean? Am I exactly. gonna am I gonna say exactly. you you had an orgy with exactly. Derrick Rose and you're gonna get sued? Like I don't exactly. understand what that that's means in, whole thing, in a sporting world. Exactly. No, no, no. I, 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 I know what that. He about to air his dirty laundry. Yeah, he about to air his dirty. But he knows. But if you do that, that, if you do that, yeah, he's done. You're done. You're done. Exactly. So it can't. It, if it's that, then he'll wildin' because once you do that, I'm not fucking with you. 
even if we got real cool, because that mean if I get on your nerves one day, you're gonna you're gonna ask, nah, we're not yeah, doing that. Exactly, and that's that was yeah, my thing. Because if and if I was in Durant's not not and Durant's not one of those like super vocal type of dudes, like except for when they get frustrated, like that one time where he's like fuck the media kind of a situation. Yeah. But like, if this was a dude that was like a Rodman, then like Rodman would have been like, "Fuck it, so what you got to say?" But Rodman, but tell you that in your, Rodman would tell you that in your face how he feel about you though. Man, Rodman, Rodman would have came on the air and said it before you told it. <laughs> like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Rodman would have came on and told you that though. But also too, I, it also comes plays into again where I think sometimes the journalists get. They feel how they have more. I mean, they do have power to a certain extent. But Character like, assassination. He'll body yeah, it. Yeah, that's the thing. I was kind of surprised. I was like, "Yo, you like you already have a record. You know your stuff." Da da da. So like, you could have took it a little bit more on the high road. And I think he, I think he personally, purposely kind of did street specifically to kind of make that point that right, but, you know, but don't but don't Cam, get it twisted. Know, I was still know, like catching the, the, the you, you know yeah, what it was? Cam, he he probably said, "Yo, I feel like you backstabbing because I he like he says he looks out." For the for them, what they do in the community. So for you to slander my character and the whole the national audience is talking about me like that, you trying to you, you you played me. It's like it's like you called me out for something that I didn't do to to like mess up my character. And I, and I don't. He took it personal. You could tell yeah. he took it personal. At he the same time, man, like man, Stephen ain't know something, man. I mean, look, at the end of the day, Kevin Durant probably said something that shouldn't have been aired out. But that's his own click. You can't get mad at Stephen A. for reporting it. Exactly. He's just doing his job. He's just doing his job. So, I mean, as a Laker fan, man, I'm just like, man, I have that on my last word. But I'm just like, I mean, nothing's going to happen. I'm looking at Stephen A. It's like, what you going to do? Like, I want to know. And then then I'm looking at Kevin Durant. I'm like, why are you getting all sensitive about it? All right, so maybe he looked at him like, yo, real talk. We might have problems over this. I don't. I don't know. Cause for him, the, when he said, "Yo, put that camera at me," I could tell like, "Yo, Stephen A. is not playing." Like this is not no. Even, you know, you know. You, but and I get it. And I, but I think I, I, no I, I think Kevin Durant had a. Uh, oh man, what's his name? Uh, he had a moment. What's the dude? Uh, that, that when that ghost face, he had one of those moments. Oh, oh action Bronson. Yeah, yeah, action Bronson. Yeah, action Bronson moment. Yeah, we're titled to that. You're I mean, Stephen A. You know, on TV, he, he play. You know, he, he kind of he act a he little coonish. Yeah, he, he, he act a little coonish. You know what I'm saying? I seen the memes. So there's one point in me. I look at Stephen A. and I throw a little shade his way, but I understand where he's coming from. But the way he came at Durant is like, man, I'm a body. I'm like, yeah, man, exactly. Fool, get out of here. You're a reporter. Exactly. <laughs> that's actually yeah, that's what that was my point. Where it's like, I do, I see, I know what he was talking about. But it got to the point where it's just like, come on, dude, really? Like, you're yeah, like, like, what are you really gonna do? Yeah, you make it sound like, yo, Captain Durant, I got to come to Brooklyn to play a game. You better not come to MSG. Like, I didn't get that final threat where he was like, yo, you don't want to see me at the stadium. Like, what? What do you mean by that? You gonna write guess, a, a ten-page article yeah, on me? I think so. I think he's. I think he's gonna get some. I don't know. Maybe not cover him as much. He. I don't know. I don't really don't know. I just hope that they stop it because. Too much. Everybody's you know too sensitive, is? man. With, with that show, those guys, they make themselves bigger than sports, and I get it because you want to tune in. Like, when I say they're biased, like, yo, uh, Skip Bayless would say LeBron James didn't brush his teeth. That's why he's that he, he's not clutch. He'll say certain things where you're like, all right, <laughs> now you reach it. And, yeah. and Stephen A. Smith will blatantly call somebody a bum. Yo, Kwame Brown, you a bum. 
Like, yo, yeah. what do these people see you in the street? Remember when Richard Sherman <laughs> and Skip Bayless had that argument? And, and yeah. Richard Sherman's like, I'm 25. I'm already better than you at life. Like, that's what, you know what I mean? Like, you guys are crossing the line when you're talking about certain things. And yeah. I get what you're saying about the character. Like, of course, somebody calls you a liar, you're going to feel offended. But yeah. at the same time, you're professional. Let Kevin Durant be a baby like how he was last year with the media, like how Cam said. Just just let him play out. Because just like you said, like, if, you, if you're not going to sign with the Lakers, why don't you resign with your team? He, he basically called them he out right there. Point. He called them out. And I guess, D, maybe he got tight because that is Kevin Durant, and it wasn't like it was freaking J.R. Smith that said it. This was somebody that's known and respected. You know, because if, if it was Kenyon Martin, I don't think Stephen A. would have went there. Right? That's what I'm saying. It's, it's KD, so he has a name and sponsors. You know, I get, yo, who wants to be called up by Kevin Durant? Like, I wouldn't. Especially no, no, if not no. True. Cam is saying if it was Kevin uh, Kenyon Martin, then you might get punched in the face. Because oh. Kevin Kenyon Martin is seen. Nah, but, but but I don't think I don't I don't think Stephen is a punk. I'm not. I know he's from. Nah, New York. I, I know I'm gonna read my state, but I don't. I don't. He. I don't. He don't. He don't come across as no punk. I don't. No, but what I'm trying to say is, we're not saying Stephen A. is no punk, but I'm just saying certain players in the NBA will take it there. Of like, course. Like, yeah, like yeah. Kevin Durant. That, that's why I said Kevin Durant had uh uh Steve action. He had an action. He had an action Bronson moment. Yeah. He tough. <laughs> he tough on the court. And I'm pretty sure he's a man. I'm not going to question his manhood, but I don't really think he'll take it. You know what I'm saying? He ain't going to see somebody. You know about Yo, that? I don't think it's even goes to that level. I think these two right now re- reach out to each other, just hash it out. Like, there's no yeah. point. I get I, – yo, looking at it, Stephen yeah. A. Smith, as a man, someone calls you a liar or says a certain thing, you're going to defend something. yourself. Yeah, uh, so I get it. Mm. I yeah. just think he t- I think he took it a level too high because yeah. did, did, did you get the feeling that his hosts were uncomfortable? And of course I did. I, yeah. It made me like, oh shit, Steve. But I know ne- this is the first time <laughs> I, I felt like we all watch sports. I've never seen a reporter at this magnitude get at another player at this magnitude like this. This is the first time I seen him. He said, "We ain't the way you know what made it took it to another level." When he was like, "You don't want to make an enemy out of me," then he said, "We're not shooting jump shots." We're not shooting jumpers in the gym. What does that mean? Yeah. We put it on okay. boxing gloves? I think he was meaning that I'm a reporter. This, this is my field. I'm, I do this for a living. I do, exactly. I was journalism. Yeah. I, I, I am the Kevin Durant of journalism. Because <laughs> he said it. I did 20 plus years, and he said it. Who are you, meaning uh, your young, your 20-something-year-old kid, questioning me? I've been doing this before you was born, and, I, I'm, and I'm the pro- best at it. So I think it's respect. Slow yeah. your road down and respect me. The you pen know. is mightier than the sword, and, and yep. he's in journalism, and he can yeah. take it there. Anyway, which way? Yeah. All right, let's end that at that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Stephen, I feel you, though, Stephen. You got to put the gloves on. Go talk out real quick. Talk this out. Let's talk this out. Talk this yeah, out, man. Out. Yo, <laughs> yo, yo, he going to have to see Papa Wu in the street. <laughs> And crush the beef, you know what I'm saying? So he Word. might see Chris Berman or something and be like, "Yo, y'all, 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 chill." Word. Somebody's got to be the mediator for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, I just wish it was Michael Irvin that got tight because it would have been comedy today. <laughs> when I see you, no one can get tight at Michael Irvin, man. He's a man. <laughs> He'll just laugh at you. Ah, you know you're lying. Like, yo, right, Michael. He might be the funniest person on on on, on TV, yo, as far as sports. 
I can listen to Michael Irvin all day. <laughs> all day. He's the man. Word. <laughs> It, it, was, it, it was it was entertaining. Yeah, entertaining. It, it made like the day go by faster. But like you said, though, I really think skipping them was kind of, especially Molly. I, I, is her name Molly? Am I getting it right? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Like, Molly Queen or something like that? Yeah. rotating like new hot chicks every time, so I have no idea who's there. You know what? I still kind of <laughs> miss, um, what's her name? Over, over, I still miss Kerry. Because I, for some reason, I, I think Kerry's not knocking this one. It's just I've been thinking she's like a little girl out there, like, I don't know. I just miss Carrie, man. You gotta get uh, used to her. Like Carrie, yeah. she's supposed yeah. to be on Sports Center or something. So yeah, I got everybody get... had to work their way up. Yeah, but she's not afraid to speak her mind. She knows her stuff, so I respect. I respect her for that. I, I remember her from the NFL Network. She's yeah. good. She's good at what See? she does. Man. I respect so, her. So it's good to have females on the show. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Especially that's a, that's the most attractive whoa, thing. Whoa, on whoa, the whoa, 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 Cam! Did you just say female? I did say female, Dwayne. Uh-oh. Why is that a problem? <laughs> Segway. Bonanza. Well, according to the backlash that Michael B. Jordan got, saying the word female is it's a problem. Yeah. Derogatory. Supposedly. Derogatory. I want to ask you guys, <laughs> and we're, we're, we're not female, so. It's hard for us to answer this. Do you use like? Do you view it as a problem? And do you use the word female, the f word? <laughs> no, nah, do you use the word female? <laughs> you know I'm joking. <laughs> I'm about to turn Stephen A. Smith on y'all. Stop it! Stop it! You know, in all my days, okay, let, we 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 we're soft. That's what we are. We're soft. We've been said that. Soft. When, when did females, we getting too hypersensitive. Too hyper, yo. How is female, okay, if a woman can, if a woman write to us and chime in and explain. Please do. Why female <laughs> is a wrong word, I'll stop using it. You know, if you can explain it to me. Because we've been saying, it's not like we're saying dames or brawls, which are really cool. Or, or, or chicks. Things. Chicks. I, yeah, I used to use word. I use the word chicks, but we got schooled on one of the podcasts. We're like, oh, it's not really. Oh, yeah, that's right. Right, you use it. So I'm like, that's okay, true. we gonna use chicks. Was, All right, so, 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 are we gonna stop being called males? Like, what are you gonna call us? When did female become a bad thing, though? This is when did when well, did they... hold on, hold on. I got the I got the quote right here. Go ahead. So, uh, let's see the quote in the interview. This is in GQ. This is what he said. I understand what females want and need, and you know. I'm good at that. I don't know if I'm the guy to give it to them right now. I'm emotionally unavailable until I find something that's so undeniable that I can't help myself. Other than that, I need to work on making sure my mom is okay. That's all I care about, honestly. Females, they come and go. So that that was that was the quote that people got all like you know uh, messed up about. Is female a new word for bitch? Like that's what I'm saying. Is that a new word for is derogatory? Like when did uh-huh. it become crazy? Uh, <laughs> Uh, now I've, I clicked on a link that said uh, six reasons you should stop referring to women as females. <laughs> Can you read one? Yes. yes, yes, yes. Are are women the, the symbol formerly known as females? Like we, 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 we two, Because reducing a woman to her reproductive abilities is dehumanizing and exclusionary. Says who? Says <laughs> oh, a woman. Because nobody casually refers to men as males. Mm. 
because it's most often used to imply inferiority or contempt. Yep, yep. Man, this is ridiculous, dude. <laughs> Yo, wow. that is. Yo, I mean, honestly, I when when I use it, I've never. The when I use it, first of all, I I've never called a woman a bitch. I I don't I don't talk like that. And when I use the word female, I'm using it to describe a woman. So, I mean, but what else I, do you I, use the word? And wait, wait. And number one, because the words female and women and woman mean different things. Female is a scientific term that refers to the sex of a species, sex species that, is capable, yeah. that, that is capable of producing children. The term woman refers to specifically to human beings, while female could refer to any species. That's why we should stop using the word female. Yo, this <laughs> is getting, this is getting Boo. Boo that definition. You know what? I'm tired. <laughs> this is the why uh, my ladies are single, upset, Always fighting. <laughs> this is the, you want to nah, f this man. Yo, who? Yo, oh my god, man. No, okay, look, I don't want to be insensitive. To, to, I don't need to, but god damn it, yo. No, because look, because look, you know, people say I've never called. I've called the lady the DMV a B because she was really being a bitch to me. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I said it. If you act like one, I said yeah. you're acting like I don't say it like yo, you come here, bitch. But I I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not using that term loosely. No, I'm, yeah, I'm not saying it. To, that's why I said I'm not saying it to describe a woman. I'm not. No, saying, no, yo, bitch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, no. I, I usually say lady female, woman. Yeah, Those are the yeah. three terms when I describe somebody of the opposite sex. I'm not going to use the symbol now. I'm not. We're not going to take it there. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, I, what do you want me to call you? Unless I know your name, you know? So, like, if you said that man over there, that gentleman over there, that male over there, whatever. Why is we so super sensitive to such things? Like, I, I, I don't society, can We talk about it all the time. It's, it's like, yo, you can't express yourself at all. You gotta, everything gotta be completely correct. Oh, my fault. Did I say that wrong? I meant to say woman. Don't please don't kill me because I said female. Like Jesus Christ, man. Like, yo, we're so something now, man. Like, so I put it like this. I was dating a a girl out here. Uh, girl. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that camp. that. Yeah. Yeah. I was dating. She, 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 she was an uber femin feminist, you know, and so like <laughs> she used to always correct me, and I was like, "Oh, the," I said, "the policeman or whatever." Oh, but, whoa, whoa, know, whoa! Feminist? Yeah. Isn't that a female? <laughs> Isn't that? You know how you say like waiter or stewardess and she was like you say this it got to the point where i got like man you about to kept on correcting you yeah so i'm like man you about to be alone with eight cats if you don't stop crazy you want to be for getting cut because it's getting annoying you know what i'm saying you know what i mean i'm not trying to be insensitive you know like if i say the the, the post woman you know she was like why don't you just say uh postal person you know make it general i was like why do you care so much like you know i'm not at heart uh, a sexist yeah. guy you know, it's just terms that uh, – now, if it's like saying the Redskins where it's really derogatory, then I'll change my behavior. But I don't think these terms hold any weight where we have to make a grandiose change. Now, again, I'm not opposed to change or revisionist history and saying this is why because if it's a really a, – a sore topic that really concerns a lot of women, then I'll make the change. But I, I think this is like – I don't know. I don't think this is a real issue. To me, and maybe because I'm a man, and if somebody called me a male, I wouldn't even care. Like it, it does. It's not saying it's like it's not like saying the n word. You know what I'm saying? Like what if they called, what if they called you a boy? I don't care. 
I'm 35 years. I'm 35 years old. You know, I'm not gonna be no boy. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. I, I, I'm not a boy. I'm 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 a man. So you know, you could call me. You a lie, and your whole team. I'm gonna call you like Stephen A. Smith and get on the line. You know, I'm not a boy. You know, I'm a man. I've been, I've been see this on my face. You see hey. this bit on my face. You know, I ain't no boy. Well, see now. So Michael B. Jordan, he kind of. He had it, in this one interview. There's about three sticking points that he like was getting jabbed at backlash. The other one was uh, the the tried and true, uh, you know, black black uh, movie star or rich person or sports person doesn't like black women. And basically, what it was was someone was asking him about I think Kendall Jenner, one of the chicks or whatever, and saying, you know, are you dating him? He's like, you know what, I'm not dating her. We're cool. But it's like, who cares anyways? Like, all my black fans are like, oh, you should be with the black woman. He's kind of just like, yo, man, it's 2015. If you want to be with the black person, cool. You want to be with the white girl, cool, too. No one really cares. And so the people took that as he doesn't like black women, which for some strange reason, if you're any type of rising star as a black man, then you, you gotta don't be dating with a black, black woman. woman. Yeah. yeah. And, or on top of that, like, say for Kendrick, when he married his uh, high school sweetheart, who's light-skinned, then people were like, uh, why is she light skin for it? Like, damn, dude, can a nigga live? <laughs> yo, yo, so, you know, I, I date black women, but fortunately all of them I like is taken. Misty Pontaine is taken, so, you know. <laughs> yo, whatever you makes you happy, man, at the end of the day, you cannot knock a person for, like, you, we, we got to get past that, man. If somebody yeah. makes you happy, they make you happy. Point blank, period. Is that I mean, if we live in an age where everything's acceptable, like, you go to these black women and ask them, yo, what do you think about these two gays, gay guys getting married? They're not going to have a problem. So then why are you having a problem yeah. with a, you know what I mean? Yeah, you got a man dressing like a woman. Uh, I don't want to be sorry. I don't want to be hateful, y'all. But y'all can accept a man becoming a woman. Y'all can accept this little statement right here. Like it's too you sensitive in one thing, but then other thing is is okay. Like come on, man. What's what's what is it gonna be, man? Uh, as a person, it, all of us, we have dated multiple. This is this is what is it? This is like the UN nations right now. Like all Word of us, we we have <laughs> been yo. down the list. Like we've dated every race, and like yo yo, we are like the United Colors of Benetton. Seriously, <laughs> right. <laughs> In my yeah. eyes, if somebody makes you happy, like if you if you dating a woman, a woman, thank God to say female. If you dating a woman, then and she makes you happy, so be it. I, I get yeah. what people say. I guess in the black community where we don't have enough of this, we don't have enough of that. Oh, I, I get it too. I, I do that. understand that part. But as as why are you attacking him when he was like, you know what I mean? Like he's like, you guys are gonna make an issue out of it, and then they ended up they ended up making an issue out of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and also too, I mean, the the one thing that we are kind of missing too is uh, how black women are kind of the shepherds of the black culture. I guess you want to say, like black mm-hmm. family, blah 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 blah. And so then the black guys, the men and and the black culture, usually the ones that are like, you know, dating white chicks, raising chicks, or Mexicans, or blah blah blah, whatever it is. So it's like when they, so again, when they, you know, the, they say black women most uh, singlest of the of all the you know different types of race and uh, gender. And then, um, so they they just look at it as a, again, you know, quote unquote, another good black man is getting took taken by someone other than you know the black woman. You know, I I kind of feel like I got a coworker, uh, he's a white dude, and uh, I saw a picture of like black kids. You know, I was like I was like, yo, lady, black. He's like, yo, my wife is black. I, I felt I felt proud for some reason. I was like, my <laughs> I was like, I, I felt like I felt like Denzel. I was like, my man, that's what's up, man. I felt more. <laughs> 
You know, yeah. I was like, I felt a bond. So it, I didn't feel offended, you know, because we're not living in that age. You're still in our women. No. I feel like, you know, you like you like sisters. That's what's up. I feel like you, you're going to understand more of our, our struggle. She's going to explain it. She's going to show you things that you probably would never seen. You know what I'm saying? You got kids. I mean, that was a. I said that was a good look. Nah, every I, time I, I see him, I, I give him a dap. I'm like, yo, what's up, my dude? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you know, and you know, you know Shorty Cam? Word up. You know, Shorty Cam is so real like that because even people question me. Like, my, my son is half black, half Spanish. And I've got him. I've got him. black. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it ain't I know what you mean, though. I know what you mean. Well, I had, I'm already dealing with that with a certain comments, too. Like, oh, you had a. He's mixed. And so. It, it, what they ladies are talking about, it is real out there. People do feel a certain way, and they feel that black should be with black. Oh, you know, that that's just some no, people. Honestly, like all right, if people, people really if feel like you, that. I, no, I'm, I'm. If you feel that way, I don't have a problem with you saying that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if, they, if that's what you feel, and that's what you want to do, then so be it. But it, it it's hard when Michael B. Jordan's a grown man and he wants to date who he wants to date. Yeah. My problem is, I was in a bar two weeks ago. And it was a bunch of dudes talking, and they were talking about y'all don't mess with black women because they got fake hair. They always have problems, and I had I had to speak up because I have two sisters, and to me that's disrespectful. Because exactly, yeah. Don't you 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 now you're stereotyping a whole, you know what I mean? You're stereotyping a whole race over something that you dealt with with a few women. And to me, I'm like, that's where the problem starts. I'm like, listen, now all women are like that. I've dated black women. Like, if you had a couple bad situations. That's your problem, but That's don't go. Yeah, yeah, don't go condemning everybody because of because of what you had to deal with. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, because I don't date white girls with no chin, but that don't mean I don't date white girls. Or no yeah. lips. Yeah, yeah no like, lips. Yo, you got no lips. Or no lips. If I see your teeth, and, and your mouth is closed. I'm not dating you. Yeah. Or no lips. You listen to this podcast right now. Yeah. Or no booty. I got or a big no nose. Why not date black guys with big noses? And I guess it's easy for us to talk about it because, like you said, we've dibbled and dabbed in pretty much every source. So I guess to us is not a problem. It's not. What's the big deal? I don't understand. But also, I think too is more because you you uh, you 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 view it more as of I'm dating someone I like yeah. for a reason, not like okay, guys, gotta find a black woman because that's what I need in my life to get my life together. Like, no, we're just like, yo, she's cool. What is she? I don't know. Now, now then she becomes a, whatever the the race and everything else is like secondary. It's more just like okay, I'm vibing with this person. Let me rock with them and then keep it moving like that. Yeah. But you, guess, the crazy thing is, you know, people are gonna judge you if it's not a black yeah, yeah, person. Oh, you know what I mean? Like course. if you're not dating a no black woman, they're gonna be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Now, granted, D, I do understand, like you said, why they say it because we they it's all about a union and that black we don't have a lot of black strong families. I get all of that. Hashtag black love. Hashtag, Hashtag black, black love. love. But <laughs> but at the end of the day, man, love is love, man. Isn't that at the end of the day where everybody wants? So if it don't it don't matter what come down to race, man. I know why people get mad. Keep it in your room. We I get to I get to relate to relate, but man. It's just it's it's just blown out of proportion now. Well, I think. I, I, if, if one of you guys were saying and you gave reasons, I would not be upset. I would of be like, not. I get it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna be like, nah, come on, man, you do whatever you want to do. Like, yeah. I get, I get the other side of it. You want, you want that union. You know what I mean? Like, it, especially in the black community, we so don't. I, see I, hey, hey I'm, I'm gonna put it like this: as a man, yeah. I'm not just gonna live. You see how many women out there? 
of this right? <laughs> oh, hey, yeah. hey, no, hey, no, you you gonna give up all this pussy cat for that? You know what I'm <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, as a man, it's, it's women are beautiful. Women are beautiful. Not just black women, all, all women. women. Yeah, all women. Yeah. All women. So I'm not gonna pigeonhole myself to just the black uh black women. I, I wanna see all types. I'm young. I mean I wanna see everything. You know what I'm saying? And then make my decision based on my experiences exactly. and interactions and, 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 and my level of what I think is beauty. I think all women are beautiful. Everybody can get a chance. Like I said, man, we like the UN in Belgium, NATO. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody every, can get it. Everybody can get it. So hashtag, hashtag all women matter. All women matter. Yeah. Let's, let's start that movement. But again, again, let me say to, to all the female listeners that may or may not be listening, I, I just, you know, I don't know. Women, uh, if you have, like, please feel free to, like, hit us back and say this. Yeah, let us know what the problem is. Yeah, we're, we're going to listen to it. We're not gonna be like we're not gonna dismiss it. I do want to know what the issue is with that word. And if it's valid, maybe I will make a change. You know, exactly. I am. But we gotta hear it first. I gotta hear the yeah. argument of why it's degrading or whatever, and, and we'll go from there. Because right the words of DMX, there was Brenda, Letitia, Linda, Felicia, <laughs> Dawn, Lashawn, Inez, and Alicia. Word up, <laughs> Teresa, Monica, Sharon, Nikki, All Lisa. Veronica, Karen, and Vicky. <laughs> exactly, man. And they all white. all black women. Not nah, all. <laughs> <laughs> Mad Latinos was causing that. <laughs> but Sean is not white. I'll tell you that right now. Um, the last. Oh, and so then. Oh, back to Michael B. Jordan. The last. The last thing that they were sticking him on. Yeah, Michael was, B. Jordan versus the world, man. Girl, got, you, got your back, yo. Even though, yeah, we got your back. So even, though, even though Fantastic Four sucked, but go ahead, Ken. I didn't even in watch the that. article. I didn't watch it. I didn't. I couldn't. I heard it was tried. Not, but I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, nah, but in the article, he said that he was trying to stop going for typical black roles, like our stereotypes, and go try to go for roles that are that were written for white characters. What happened to Wallace, and, yo? And that's kind of and so, that, so they're basically saying so. He said that in his interview, and then the backlash was like, well, you know, you got big off of doing like the Fruitvale Station, you know. "Quote unquote," basically being that uh, typical black character, and now you're saying that you don't want to do those characters anymore. So, I think it was, and also he he also had the same thing with the um, he Snapchatted "All Lives Matter" or whatever, as opposed to "Black Lives Matter," and we all know that's a big no-no right now. Black, all black, you know, "Black Lives Matter" is a big deal. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, who wants to tackle this first? With I guess we'll start with him. The roles, I guess, the roles that he takes. I'll yeah. All right. Go ahead, Cam. You can start it off. So, you know, uh, um, for a time being, I, I used to dabble in acting. And as a fellow thespian, you always want to challenge yourself as an actor. You never – some some actors want to find that next role that challenged them as a person and, and, and find something deeper. So you always want to go outside of your comfort zone. When you first get into the industry, you always want to do what you know. And what does he know? You know, elements that he probably grew up around or things that he can relate to. So when I first noticed him as Wallace from The Wire, he probably got that mm -hmm. character from a dude that he knew on the street. Or he was that dude. We don't, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But again, as you grow as a person and as you grow as an actor, you want to step out of your boundaries and comfort zone and do things that will challenge you and uh, make you a better, uh, a better actor. So if he wants to say, I want to play a character that normally a white guy would play. So if he wanted to be James Bond, which is another issue, or if he wanted to be uh, the gatekeeper in Thor, 
you can't be up in arms if he's the best actor for the role. You pick the mm-hmm. best actor, not mm-hmm. because of his if his skin color and stuff. So there's a there, there's a fine line. You know, we always say like if somebody wanted to remake Old Boy and it was a, uh, we saw it as a, a well, they a, did. I know what I'm saying. Oh. It, it was a predominantly Asian movie, and all of a sudden you switch it to other actors, and eh, you just kind of like, oh, well, keep it the same. Whereas if if it's a concept totally relatively new. And maybe it sounds like a white guy should play it, but it goes to a black character or a character of minority. Who's to say is that wrong? You know, if he's the best actor for it, let that man or that person or that woman play that role. You know. So if you they, don't have you don't have issues with him branching out, not no, doing not, what he okay. Not not at all because okay. I, I I get it I understand. You know, if you've never been in that realm, you know, he's like, what's my next role? You know, I want to be this person. I think I can play that role. You know, if Will Smith then challenges himself, he wouldn't be the person that he is today. He'd be still typecast. That's what I have a problem with Denzel. He always played the same character. Even though he's very good at that role, I think he could play something else. You know? He's well, you can like say a, the same thing about Will Smith. He's always a hero. Yeah, he's always a hero. But again, yeah. when, 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 when did, this is the good and bad side of it. When did Denzel win his Oscar? When he was a villain. Training day. Yeah. A villain. You got to be yeah. a villain to cross over. Yeah, we we, we 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 have we have our our, our gripes with that because we felt he should have went for Malcolm X playing a hero. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he yeah. played it being a villain. glory. All yeah, glory. Or, or, or glory. But we we were happy that he won it and he stepped out of his comfort zone playing a villain. That like my mom loves Denzel. And she hated him at the end of the movie. So I know he did his he did his, he did it right. You know and what? Hey. Training day. And training yeah. day. Yeah. 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 That's... <laughs> Shot me in the ass. <laughs> So, I right, so, and what what oh go ahead can't finish off. No no I, I I was just saying as an actor mm-hmm. these are the things you want to do you know especially when you've grown as an actor you want to take on that next challenge it's always the thing you always want to do unless you're just trying to get that next paycheck then you do what you know you know and right, what, what do you feel do you think well, he should stick to his roles or do you have an issue with him branching out well yeah. I don't I don't I don't have an issue with him branching out I guess. But I also don't. I don't want people thinking that you not taking a black role, a character is is also an easy thing to do too. I think that's a serious thing to just mm-hmm. say, yo, I'm not gonna okay. play this role. I'm gonna do other roles because at the end of the day, there's a shortage of us that's in this game anyway. So somebody has to represent how we live and how we get portrayed on an everyday basis. So therefore, somebody got to be that person that has to take those black roles, and and it can't just be, yo, I don't want this role. I want to branches to other things because where's our market at? Sometimes it got to be the right black role because there's a, right, lot of, a lot of black actors to, don't want to play the same role because we have, they hate we, that. But you're right. But we have to have we have to have some type of I don't even I don't even know where the code. We, we got to have our own lane as well. But again, like you said, you can't knock the man for want to branch out his career. That's his job, man. If, if, if he think he could do another role, then so be it. But don't take it lightly to say. I don't want to play a black role because we do need those type of actors in this do, industry. So we can't take he, that lightly at all. Do you think he was taking it lightly or he was being serious? I think he was being serious. Like I don't think he was just throwing it off to the wind like I don't want to take black roles because I'm bigger than that. I think he really saw – like I, I was I, I was listening to uh, Jesse Williams from uh, Grey's Anatomy. And yeah, he, was, yeah. he was saying he has a lot of friends who hate the roles that they get typecast in. They want okay. to branch out and do other things. But they do it because that's all that's given to them. Yeah, that's the that's the those are things that are coming his way. I think I think it was more about because and this is uh, also it's 
it also gets back to the same thing where it's like it just gets annoying after a while. Like I could see it for as being a black celebrity where like you're like now you have to be the shepherd for the whole race for everything you do. And so it's like him saying, "Oh, you know, dating whoever you want." I don't want to be more chestnut. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, saying like yeah, him, yeah. him saying you could date whoever you want is now it's like, "Oh, you don't value black women." And him saying like, "Yeah, I don't want to do no thug roles." And we're like, "Okay, so now you're not you're not trying to do the roles that got you here." It's like, dude, can a nigga live? <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe Cam in the, in that industry. See, I don't know too much about Hollywood. Maybe some people feel we don't have a lot of blacks winning Emmy awards. Well, yeah, you're, you're you're watching the, you're watching these movies. You're watching the shows. Well, I think what he said, I agree with him. He's trying to do roles that is going to break down like barriers. Like normally you you, you won't see a black dude in Fantastic yeah, Four. Yeah. And granted, I, the movie yeah. sucked. I'm yeah. happy that he's trying to do roles where it's like, all right, let's give it like Camp said, let's give it to the best actor. So if that means yeah. I got to leave being Wallace behind because somebody else could do that role and I, I have to go and play another role, I got to play Tony Soprano, then let him do it. Yeah. I don't see a problem with that. You know I, what? Yeah, I, I, think I don't see a problem, D. I, I just, I just, the people that complain about that, I know, just respect why they're getting No, upset. I get what you're saying. It yeah, is a problem. You, the, the, the good point you made, you made, it, it kind of sounds like somebody might take it as you're saying, these roles are beneath me. Exactly, D. Exactly. And that's a, and that's a big issue that can't, it cannot be portrayed at all. Yeah. Because it said it, it'll set us back even more. Than what yeah, I, I don't, I don't think he's saying that, but I, I can see. But how no, somebody, involved. yeah, somebody might take it that way, though. Yeah, yeah. no, no, because I didn't take it that way, but I could get somebody take yeah. it that way. Because you know, Neo was supposed to go to Will Smith. Yeah, and Nicolas Cage supposedly, and yeah, he was supposed to play Aragon so... in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> that's oh, joking. Jesus! Thank God he Thank didn't take God those on all of them. <laughs> yeah. Yo, wait, Kim. There was a second part to that question, though. It was the roles, and there was another part. Probably oh, the black Black Lives Matter. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think the roles is a little bit more important. Like Black Lives Matter, we could talk about that for days. But I think I think it was more about because like I think my whole thing, and then this is also indicative of kind of like a Black Twitter thing. It's kind of like the fake outrage thing, and like it's 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 getting more and more because of we have Twitter and we have the anonymous of certain things and the the review the article I'm actually referencing is um on uh, Nicole Bitchy's site, but she just changed it. She just she just redid the whole thing as, like, you know, it's supposed to be for... Positive. Or, yeah, positive, which is pretty dope. On, and, I do like name. it. That's a great yeah, rebranding. Yeah, it's a good rebranding. It's actually really good rebranding. But I think also, too, it's like, I'm reading the comments. The comments are hilarious because it's like, they're, they're very just like, well, he doesn't support black women, so we should just F this dude. Da, 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 da. I'm like, wait a minute. All he said was, one, I don't want to do thug roles no more. Two, I could date whoever I feel like. And three, Black Lives Matter, yes, but we all matter, but I don't understand what you guys are talking about. I just it's not my movement that I really want to be part of, and then everyone gets up in arms about things, you know? Yeah. Every it, it, not not just because a person is black doesn't mean that they have to follow every goddamn movement. It, everybody's to each his own. And, so yeah, who, and who, who, who's to say we always gotta like when you become a prominent athlete, that's it's not his responsibility to you know, not everybody's gonna be Muhammad Ali. Yep. You know? Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. Charles yeah. Barkley said best, I'm not a role model. <laughs> well, that the other thing. His, it's not his responsibility to become, yeah. getting that. I mean, if you want to do that, that's what you want to do. But it starts with us. It doesn't start when they make yeah. it famous and you have to be on the forefront of all this political. I mean, yeah, it helps. But that's not their responsibility to each his own. You know, we can't hold them yeah. accountable 
just because they have a higher status than us. Well, it's also too. We were talking, um, like, I was talking with the guys when we went through uh, what's called. Oh, we went to the wine trip, and we're talking about like you know giving back to the community. So it's like, all right, so me Cam become a millionaire, or whatever. I get back to my community. My community is Milpitas, California, which is predominantly Asian. You know, I might, I'm, I'll, I'll make like a scholarship for like black artists because I'm a black artist, and that'd be awesome. But like mm-hmm. the people that help me get to where I am are, you know, Japanese, Filipino, Chinese, random white dude, Mexican cat. Oh, black people are in there, but like it's like, where is that line where it's like, okay, you're a black guy sitting on the on the on the shoulders of Malcolm and Martin and blah 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 blah. But if you're a suburban black kid and everyone around you is not black and they're not, they're the ones that actually help you in real life. Do you still have some sense of responsibility to help quote unquote the black community, or do you help your your community that you grew up in? You know. Yo, you're still black at the end of the day, so that. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. No, I mean, I get, I get, I get, I get what you're asking, Cam, because like, you're you you seen so a mixture, so you're like, not saying you don't see only black, but you're like, all right, this is the person who helped me. Like, I think something like that is personally in you. So when it comes to like giving back to the community, this is more on the athlete side. Like, yeah. you're not gonna be a millionaire and say, oh man, like now I want to give back. I think you have to be that type of person from the beginning. Unless yeah, your agent yep. tells you this is gonna look good, yeah. this is gonna be right off. Like, I, like if I could volunteer, when I do volunteer, I like doing it. If I had a lot of money, that means that gives me a bigger opportunity to volunteer. Yeah. So, I think when you when you look at that scenario that you place yourself in, where there are a lot of other black kids around you that had a chance to become artists and they weren't getting the help, or was it, you know what I mean? Like what? Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's actually a really it, good point. Yeah, like you, it, it might be harder for them to break through. So maybe that's why that's the reason why you're like, all right, maybe I can help these guys out a little bit more because another race has it has it easier. That's why. That's why I think. That's why I think when it comes to the the, the being a being a being a African American, it's so much. How your voice got lower. Yeah, <laughs> you got scared yo, to say it. I know, right? Yo, I'm off. Can I say that? Shit, as African American. <laughs> Oh nah, my God! Why are you labeling us? And come on, man. I guess I guess to this day, D, I don't. We still see each other as equals, and that's the and that's the, that's what's going on. We're not. Some people feel we're still not equal yet. We're not. So we have to. We have to be up in arms when, especially when it comes to ours. And I'm not trying to sound racist. I'm just calling it. This is what it is. This is the world that we live in as black people. That's why I keep saying mm-hmm. people. People think they understand us. You don't because. It can be kumbaya. You could be dating someone, but at the end of the day, we're still black. It don't matter where you're from, suburbia in the hood. If you open up your eyes, they're going to see that color of your skin and just pray to God you don't get judged by that. Yeah, this I, is I, real quick, real quick. Sorry. I, I just want to piggyback off of that. I, I put this on Facebook. A, a picture. There's a black kid and a white guy took a picture of his black... The black kid is a co-worker, one of, one of the children. And there was nothing but racist comments like, yo, I didn't know you, you own... You own a slave. This is a little kid wow. they're talking about. So stuff like that, like what you just said, like granted, yep. we, we do I mean, times are different than how it was 40 years ago, but there is still racism out there, man. And, and, oh, yeah. and, and it's sad. And it's sad, yeah. yeah. And social media just makes it more accessible and easier to see. And the, easy uh, to talk the, about, too. Yeah, the, the one thing that people also, and, and someone, I think it was uh, my friend Adota brought this up, though. He was like, even with all the stuff that's going on, you know, right now and stuff, still this moment right now is still the best moment to be a black man in America. Hmm. There's still tons of shit that's going on, but yeah. like in the history of America, 
right yeah. now and going forward is still the best moment. Yeah, because I, 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 I would have died because I got a smart mouth. And I'm <laughs> like all the stuff that's been going on and like all that stuff. So like I think that part gets lost sometimes where it's yeah. kind of like yeah, all these things need to happen. But like, yes, but still like the right now still is the best moment to be a black person in America. We still got tons of ways to go. But, but it's like, still good, yeah. Exactly. Right. We so this, so we still got to keep it moving, but it's just like we have to kind of recognize that because I think a lot of people forget and they get point. very like up in arms about stuff. And it's like again, you know, here we are. Like I, I live in one of the most major metropolitan cities in the world. I have a job. I'm on a, a laptop talking to the podcast, talking about issues and this, this, and that. So it's like my life right now is I. But yeah. it be better. Like, yeah, and yeah. at the same time, we want to put things in perspective. We always exactly. we want exactly. to strive to do better and and and, yep. and put ourselves on uh, hopefully equal footing mm-hmm. um, with, with with everybody else. But at the same time, you're right. We are in a better situation because like, let's be honest. If we were if the knowledge we have now was back in the day, we'd be all UEP. We'd be all, all like all of us. <laughs> you know what all. I'm saying? Because we're a threat. Yeah. You know. So we're educated, successful black men. And yeah, we, uh, we've been we've been we've been granted an opportunity to be on a platform and to do the things that we do. And sometimes you have to sit back and realize and put things in perspective and see how fortunate you are. But by no means I'm saying this is also you have to settle. You can't mm-hmm. throw a dog a bone and expect us to wag our tails at the same time. So yeah. you know, keep it moving. Yeah. We always gotta keep it moving, but also just take a step back and just analyze the situation for this work and realize you're in a better a better situation than you were yesterday. And try to make yeah. the next man better, just as just as good as you. Yeah, that, that, that's the main you know, thing right there. Like we yeah. we can't put our feet up and say we made it. We have to realize, granted, exactly. we we got through this door, but the person behind us, True. They, they're not gonna and, get through this door. And and also too, yeah. But also, you have to remember too, it's not for everybody. Like, there's yeah. always gonna be lazy people. There's always gonna be people that are hella doing dope dope shit. Yeah. There's people in the middle, there's people in the lower. Like it's always gonna be a mix of people. And that's, I think that's the other part too. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, that's for everybody. That's for but, everybody. Um, I think that's the part that has to because like sometimes you know they're talking about um, well to wrap everything up. The one thing I did like about the whole Michael B. Jordan article was that at least he was just being honest and he was having a conversation. And but like, then the I, apology part is the thing that gets me so upset. Like exactly. now you got to apologize. That's a PR move, but man. Honest, that's a PR it move. Is. Yep. Why, 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 why does he have to apologize? He's gonna lose half of his black fans. That's what I'm exactly. saying. He's not gonna sell a, a sell a ticket, a movie ticket. Like I don't and understand so, that either. And so he did an open letter in an Essence magazine, mm-hmm. and he it's like uh, apologize no. everything. It's no. long, and it's like yeah, no, exactly. I actually agree with you on this because I was saying the same thing with Kanye, and someone was talking about how he didn't like him, and I was like, you know what, I love Kanye. Purely for the fact that he's just honest. Now, whether you agree with him doesn't matter. But doesn't at least matter. out of all the celebrities, that dude says what he just means what he says and says what he means. And like, so, that, so that means you voted for Donald Trump, Kim? Hey man, he's honest. But no, but see the same. But that's the same thing with Trump, though. I actually like that Trump. Is, like I agree, he's not playing politics game. Exactly. So it's it's very rare in the Hollywood realm. To see people be honest about themselves from the good and the bad. So like Trump's an idiot, but at least he bears it all out right in front of you. Kanye's the same way. Kanye was like, that's why when someone was like, oh man, I can't believe Kanye said you want to run for president. I'm like, why not? He's egotistical enough to do it, and to be sure to run is. for president, you have to be arrogant and egotistical. It's it's like the beginning of learning to at, run for president at max level too. At yeah, 100 percent. 
if you if you're basically saying that I want to run for president, you're saying that you particularly are one. smart enough to be, to run the country. And so yep. every single person, Barack Obama, Clinton, Bush, blah, 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 you have to have that egotistical level. It's the fact that Kanye, like, has that level, talks about it all the time, <laughs> and actually is like, yo, I think I'm going to run for president. And that's why, and so it's, again, it goes back to, that's why going back to Michael B. Jordan, it's like, the article, I read the article, and it was actually cool because he's, he was just answering questions, and he wasn't thinking about the PR move, he wasn't talking about being pro, uh, proactive, and even in the article for, um, that uh, in the, the Nicole Bitchy one, yeah. the, at the end, they're like, we can all learn a very important lesson from this entire ordeal. Number one, be careful with your words. And number two, never get drunk during an interview. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. But, well, but at the same time, I'm like, yo, I like... That's honest. People. Yeah. It's yeah. honesty. And I think that's the part, like, kind of like what Ant was saying before, it's like, you know, everyone's kind of soft now where it's like you can't say anything anymore where it's just like the... the, the, the yeah, the, the 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 extreme part, which is the super racism part, but then you have the other part where it's just like, yeah, anything you you have opinion about anything now, it's also it's automatically not good. Yeah, that's yeah. like why well, have an interview if I can't be honest and I, I can't yeah. I can't be real? Why have an interview for? I don't understand <laughs> like, that. You I gotta you can't say nothing about uh, fat people. Oh, can't say nothing about gay people. Oh, can't, can't say nothing about, about nothing. Females. Yeah, <laughs> but 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 y'all do it. But they'll, but they'll get they'll quick to get at me. For expressing myself, so it's like you're contradicting yourself. I'm just telling you how I feel, just how you telling me how you feel right now. What's the difference? We all not the same, but I, I guess when you're in that spotlight, you gotta be perfect, and and people lies, I guess. <laughs> you can't be perfect, man. I, I I think people with some certain character flaws I appeal to more because they're more human. Yeah. You know, it's like I can't relate to Tiger Woods because he was quote unquote perfect, but when he got caught cheating. It just shows he's human, man. I he's like it. one of us. <laughs> he's like one of you. I ain't gonna lie. When he when he got caught, I'm like, all right, Tiger, you just like one of us now, buddy. You might as well. <laughs> oh, man. You like delegation selects. You been you finally you finally <laughs> been called the N word. This goddamn nigga, you finally been called that, man. You finally been one of us. Before that, you wasn't called that. I promise you that. Now, after what a hundred chicks? Oh, nah, you you up there. Good goodbye, fried chicken. Hello, fried rice. <laughs> hey, Chappelle, then. Word up, just like Chappelle said. Exactly. Honestly, I I respect a lot of things he said, and a lot of things he said, I now am trying to follow that suit. So what he said was it was a, it was a good it was a good story, man. Like he kept it real. I, I respect when I, it, when man. I, when I initially sent out the article, it was more from the viewpoint of not rushing into a relationship or being in a relationship and That's knowing that. Yeah, like I, that's how I read it, and granted, we're reading it from a guy's point of view. So yeah. a woman was probably reading it, saying, "Whoa, he's using a female like this." So they're yeah. viewing it as he's saying it in a derogatory term, which I didn't get that. But I didn't get it. it yeah, goes back to, and it's tough because I don't want to say what they're saying is wrong, but yeah. I feel like it, it comes to being like we're just in a PC environment. Like anything you say, you offend somebody. You can't that use the word. You can't use the word fat. You can't use the word. There's so many things you say now that people they they take it as you're you're offending them. Yo, like, man, I, I was watching Uncommon Sense, and a woman said the word female was like saying the word bitch. I'm like, what? What? Yeah, what's what world are we living in now, man? Yeah. We can't see anything. Yeah, we might as well make everything Sesame Street, man. We all just become puppets, man. Like, Yo, I'm, I'm gonna start referring to girls like the print symbol. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, it. How about you? 
I mean, no, to be serious, to be serious. I mean, like I said, once again, women out there, if you got, if you li- ladies are listening, please chime in and, and educate us, gentlemen, on why we should use it. No, males. Males. Call me a male. Male, man, you know, whatever. So, like, educate us. Like I said, we are open. We are open to hear any valid, reasonable debate, and we'll, we we can chime in and, and, and analyze it and if if it's so called um, the appeal is greater than what our thoughts is, I'm willing to change. Like I said, I am open to change. And I would like to be educated on why I shouldn't use the term female. Because I, this came out of the blue. Yeah. I, to to me, I think he's just a hot commodity and they, they they like him and they want him to be a certain way and he doesn't fit the mold of what they exactly. envision him. Yeah. So he yeah. was being honest about Denzel Bentley. Denzel yeah. Bentley. Yeah, he's being honest. <laughs> yeah, of what, right. what, what's he? What he's about, and it it burst their bubble. You know. Burst their uh, bubble. So who cares, man? Like, move on. How is he's gonna change your like? At the end of the day, is he gonna ruin your life? No. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's what I don't get. Like, why it, is there such an uproar over a celebrity? Like, you're yeah. not living his lifestyle. Yeah. Like, worry about your son. Word. Worry about your man. Like. Oh, improving yourself. Because at the end of the day, you don't really know him. He's an actor, so you only see way you only what see what he portrays, him, what he wants he to tell you. Exactly. So fool you to be mad now. This is not who he is. He's a like I say, he's a real person. Just you know, like CC Sabathia, how we were talking. Yeah. These are real people. Yeah. So now I get it. Yeah, they're real people, man. So so if he didn't apologize, would you gonna be banned from Essence and Jet magazine and all this? Yeah, <laughs> Yo, that's their loss. You know, like, yeah, pretty you, much. You, you need him more than he needs you. You know, yeah. stars in Hollywood right now. He, he's growing. Yeah. Creed's yeah. gonna come out soon. He's he's only gonna get bigger. He's the yeah. he's the it guy. You know, so you, you don't want to burn that bridge. You know, what he, I'm should, saying? he should never apologize though, because you apologize and justify well, like you like Cam said. It's a it's a PR move. You gotta protect yourself. So I do get yeah. it. You don't want to lose. You don't want these Hollywood studios being like, no, nah, we're not giving you a movie. You alienated this whole culture over here. So I get it. Yeah, it's but again, it goes back to the social media part where and one of my favorite Everybody my favorite ones. Yeah, my, one of my favorite ones is uh, Hawkeye freaking Jeremy Renner, and he was yeah. like, it was like a it was a him and uh, uh what's his, and it, the dude played Incredible Hulk. And they're saying they had a joke about I oh, think Mark Ruffalo, right? Yeah, Mark yeah. Ruffalo, and they had a joke about Black Widow, something like it was like a slap joke or something like that. It was like off thing that wasn't big, but it was, but it turned into a big thing. And so on Twitter, there's like maybe thirty thousand tweets about it and blah 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 blah, whatever, whatever. So, anyways, Jeremy Renner is on Jimmy Fallon, or no, Jimmy Kimmel, and Jimmy Kimmel was just like, oh hey, so you know, what do you think about this whole you know, Twitter storm about your slut comment for Black Widow? And he was like, wait. He was looking in trouble on Twitter. That's his thing, still. <laughs> and like, literally, he shrugged off and kept it moving because, it, like, that the Twitter had no effect on his actual normal personal deal being. That it yeah. just like he, like he I don't he even know. He just brushed it off. Like he was like, uh, yeah, exactly. okay. And I think, yeah. and that, and then now, but it was funny because someone like Michael B. Jordan, who's a little bit younger, that has a you know as part of Twitter and is like that whole thing. Like it, it actually got to him about that. And the other stars, so it's it's interesting to see which stars actually care. Like you know, people that like they do a big thing of like getting off of Twitter, like uh, like Charles Gambino, and he he was he wrote like a big ass long tweets about like suicide or something like that. And all it was was yeah. like some lyrics that he wrote, and then it was this big old thing where everyone thought he was gonna kill himself and all this other random bullshit. And he was just like, "Word, all right, well, 
that I'm done with Twitter now. Cut all that shit out. <laughs> he's like, you know, yeah, he's literally just like got off. He's like, I'm good. I'm done. This is it. And so I've seen more and more celebrities start to see that where it's like they see the power of it, but they also see the negative part of it. And I think it's to that point where the social media has given the average person a little bit more uh, power, if you want to put it that way, it to does. chime in on other random things. But a lot of times I've seen more, more, more ill than actually good. Like there is some good in it, but it's I'm just the the Twitter activism and the fake rage and all that bullshit. I'm like, nah, I'm, it's I'm good. annoying, man. People need to start just getting balls, man. We ain't, there's no this ain't the pearly gates, man. This is Earth. People are allowed to make statements and say what they want, as long as it ain't disrespectful. Who are you to judge them? Like, I, they could judge you just as just the same. I'm sure the people who complain got shit on their life that's not right or we don't agree with. It's true. We just live in a world where you can't you you gotta agree with everything. Yeah, and like and and like this is gonna be the last topic, but real quick, Empire. Like this season to me, I'm like, I right. they are overdoing it on the sweet tea, man. I'm like, yo, what is going on? Like, if, yeah, if I had a kid, I'm like, I don't know. Well, kids can't watch that show. But it's to the point where I'm like, all right, this is like to me, I'm uncomfortable watching it. And and somebody's gonna be like, Oh, like what's wrong with you? Just like I can't use the word quote unquote female and you give me a reason why, I can give somebody a reason why where I'm like, I'm not exactly. comfortable watching this show. Uh-huh. I don't think this yeah, is the way Yeah. And and actually, like, I don't think that actually I don't think that's a bad thing. I think like, you know, someone asked me the same thing, they're like, um, you know, what do you Son, think about cornery, like, gay? Man. Yeah, like someone was to like, Oh, what do you think about gay love and blah blah blah? I was like, I don't know, I don't really have yeah. an opinion, I don't really care, you know. But it's like, do I need to see two guys kissing? No, because I don't find it attractive. So I don't look the, I'll look the other way. And I, and oh, you that's respect, respect that. You should accept it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you should accept it. I was like, I'm not saying I just don't accept or, or do accept. I'm just saying two guys kissing has no interest to me. So I'm not looking at it, you know? Period. It, you yeah. can't get mad it, about that. You it's like somebody, mad. yeah, like you only eat, and this is an analogy, you only eat a certain type of food. And somebody's like, why don't you try this pork? It's delicious. But I don't eat that. I'm not a fan of it. Don't bring it to my table. Don't cook it. Period. I just don't yeah, I just don't want it around me. I don't want to eat that. I don't want to see that. Yep. And it's not saying you you you're blatantly going around picking in trying to kill pigs. Yes. You no, know, no more pork <laughs> on earth. You know what I mean? It's just something where you're like, all right, well, I, I don't want to see it. I don't it's tough, man, because anytime we talk about this, I feel like people are gonna be like, yo, what's wrong with these guys? But if we're, this is the type of show where we're allowed to voice our opinion, we're vote. open to listen to stuff, where, and, and I don't think we say it to the point where it's hateful. If we're if we're saying something that we don't understand, anyone can chime in. Anyone can let us know. Well, hey, why don't you view it this way? And we're open-minded where we can. Well, I, I know all you guys personally, and you guys are open-minded, and you listen to stuff. Yeah, and we'll never. And I always, I always. Be 50 50 on both ends. I'll never be well, you know me. I'm very strong on things when I believe in it, but if you something just is, your stance just I sure I sure did. I had to change that real quick. I'm like, hold on, but y'all know me, man. I, I'm I firm for what I believe, but I'm also fair too. If it's wrong, it's wrong. If it's right, it's right. But if I'm saying that I don't agree with something, if you don't respect it, well, I don't care what you think either. Then we both be upset. That's my take. I don't, we both gonna be upset. Wow. But Wait, I had Empire, f- what is it? Empire is like what, third uh, third episode in already? Second. Uh, the, was third the second one. Second, yeah, third, third now coming in. Should I, should, I, should, I, should I even watch it? It's, it's, I've well, seen the second season, episode. You seen, you seen the first season? First, yeah, I've seen the first season. Yeah, you could yeah, still watch I, it. Well, no, I don't, it doesn't have that allure to me anymore. It's just like, 
everyone wants to be on it because it's popular, and you just you're watching it, and you're like, uh, okay. You know, you know what's funny, D? Power is so good. I, I keep judging it to power. That's you why I like. You can't compare them. They're two different shows. I just do because they all black, man. He's black. All <laughs> black. You just you just sent us back. Yo. I just, just said I just sent us back ten years just now. Nah, I I, I keep judging it to power. I don't know why. People it's keep... not even in the same category. It one ain't... is uh, one is a soap opera, and one is like a crime drama. So who started that beat? Fifty? When Fifty say is a is a remake, y'all trying to take my 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 show. I know he came out and said a comment. Yeah, so I he said that to bring attention to his show, well, which he, was smart. It worked. Yeah. <laughs> it got you. Got me. Joe Cortez. <laughs> I'm fair but I'm firm. Word up. <laughs> That's what that rough yeah. is. Or not fair. Nah, but, but everybody, firm. man, everybody needs to just get a grip, man, and. Again, everybody has a right to their own opinion, but he wasn't offending anybody, man. He was just literally talking from his heart, and he said some good stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> stop, stop right, let's, wrap, let's, uh, let's wrap this up and do some final words. I'll go, go first, first. My rap is, Okay, go ahead. Stop, stop nitpicking on all the negativity and try to look for only the bad things he said. And try to and try to talk about you know some of the good things he said because he did say some insightful things and and that's a lot of hate man I, I don't appreciate that man say, say, right. say what's on your mind that's my small yeah, last uh my final word it's more of a I guess a question that I asked the whole table it was uh I was listening to Bill Simmons podcast he's back and he had a uh, Wesley Morris on and it was a a movie podcast. So, because Wesley Morris is a big movie buff, and he was like, they, one of the questions was, what are your three favorite movie experiences? And it got me thinking, well, what was my favorite, like, being in a theater, getting amped off the crowd, and watching a film? Uh, my three would be Snakes on a Plane. Mm-hmm. Watching that with a crowd was insane. I mean, it's, it's not the same as watching it at home, even though it's one of my favorite cable movies when it's on cable, but that was a good one. Grindhouse was good just for the sheer fact that there was like 83 snaps on my brother because of that film. <laughs> and, and he walked out during uh, Death Proof. True story. He was, like, he was like, if they show this girl's feet one more time, I'm leaving. If this theater was packed, all you hear is they show a feet, all you hear is my brother. Excuse me? Excuse me? Just walking through the crowd, <laughs> yo. All the way through the crowd. And the third one would be... Uh, the Dark Knight with uh the one with Heath Ledger, like to me watching it, knowing he was dead, and just like looking at the crowd and everyone eating up his words and just being drawn to his character, I think that made that movie even better in person. But those are my top three movies where seeing it with a crowd was amazing. And y'all know me now; I don't go to the movie theaters because all they do is make comic book movies and it's too expensive. So that's my final word. Oh, can I can I get my top three? Yeah, hell yeah. My top three will be one when we want to go see American Pie, only because we didn't know what the fuck we was walking into. I know I did it, but the the movie ended up being freaking hilarious, classic. classic. Number two, I would have to say Passion of Christ because I came in there talking mad trash. What? <laughs> Wait, what? What do you the mean passion, talking trash? Because I'm like, yo, I'm going to laugh when he get whipped. I didn't take it serious, the movie. Oh, I, I, literally, I literally came in there thinking it was going to be jokes, and I ended up crying with some old lady. She might have been a nun. I'm in there weeping tears with her. She praying. I'm telling us, I'm telling Pope, I ain't cursing no more. 
public. Pope, <laughs> I definitely, Pope told me your aunt would fake yeah, calm down, dude. For 10 minutes, aunt, your soul will be condemned again. I'm like, nah. <laughs> Half, I'm righteous. Man, by the parking lot, I already had my horns up. I was like, damn. That shit, <laughs> that shit worn off. And number one, we'll have to be a fan of Menace. Because we had oh my the, god the, that the crowd, god. the crowd had lightsabers in the crowd they were doing lightsaber battles on the stage when the movie came out it was like geek Star Wars geek heaven like I I never forget that that was one of the best moments of my life watching Phantom Menace you remember that shit D yo, yeah, yo honestly that that to me was embarrassing but I get it I looked out like, <laughs> I, I was like I heard like I was like hey, hey, you had a lightsaber and you and y'all were laughing I was like yo look at these two <laughs> I had to reevaluate my friends, man. That was the best. That was one of the best movie experiences I had, though. Look, look at a bunch of Star Wars fans like that. that. That was good. I'm looking forward to this Star Wars coming out. I'm hope I'm doing the same thing. I can't wait. Nerd. Nerd. <laughs> I guess I'll go next. Uh, I guess I guess it's a this is a two part because we got I'm gonna name my movies off. But the first part is the uh, I don't know if we discussed this earlier, but it, it uh, Rick Owens runway show. And, oh, the human oh, yeah. book bags or whatever? <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> fashion, yo. Fashion, Cam. I don't even understand. No, no. Hey, the amount, the audacity and the fuckery that is going and being passed is fashion nowadays. <laughs> Can't take was, it no more. I mean, I was like, are you, are you serious? Like, we're wearing backpacks and they're passionate, passing us off. If it's art, Okay, whatever, but you can't sell me. And you got that new human backpack. <laughs> you like, what? Are you serious? <laughs> Only in America and Fashion Week will you see this amount of I don't fuckery? know what to call it. <laughs> Strike fuckery. That's what I call it. <laughs> you know, it's, fuckery. It, 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 I, man, we. Oh, oh yeah. free world. A lot. If I still, I, I'm done with Halloween. But if I was in New York, <laughs> I would literally. This would be my outfit. Yeah. I would grab my skinniest friend and throw him on my back and walk around New York <laughs> and make sure one of you guys have a camera and say, oh, my God, the latest Rick Owens. Like, oh that would be perfect. God. Wow. Wow. I, I couldn't believe it. When I saw it, I, I was like, really? Really? Like, okay, I get it. Whatever. Uh, my three movies would be Terminator 2 because it, I think it was the last movie my mom took me to, and it was, like, a big deal for both of us. She was into it. Uh and I, I'm going to take a general stance. Any Lord of the Rings movie, I was heavy into it. So when I went to go see the Lord of the Rings, it was, like, dope to see, like, other geeks from all sides, shapes and sizes. You know, like me, if you looked at me from – if you know me, you'd be like, oh, he don't look at comic books or something like that. But it was, like, crazy. And then any hyped-up, really dope Marvel movie, the early Marvel movies when they came back. You know, to be in the theater to say, yo, we're about to see Iron Man. This is about to be dope. You know what I'm saying? So nowadays it's kind of played out. But when it first jumped on the scene to be in that theater with uh, other comic book geeks and, like, Lord of the Rings and, you know, sharing, swapping stories and talking about what we expect to see, I thought that was dope. But the one, the Terminator 2 one was a big deal because, like, my, it was the last movie my mom, me and my mom actually went to. And it was, wow. like, a big deal in the 90s. Like, that was the movie, you know, so. I never saw movie with my mother yet. That's crazy by myself, me and her. Yeah. You really? You haven't? I, and I told her about that too. I said, "Mom, we never caught a movie." Though she wants to watch Star Wars, so I, she promised me Star Wars. She would get up to see that. She flaked on Godzilla. Star Terminator. Wars. That's a good experience for me too. I actually saw that with my brother on Fordham. That was a good one. 
Yeah. Blade was a good one too. I saw that with your brother. That was a good experience. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's our homework assignment. If you have not seen a movie in the theaters with your mom, do so. Yeah, I need to do that. I've never, I've never yeah. done that, yo. I've, I've seen Lion King with my mom, The Flintstones, Mission yeah. Impossible, the first yeah. one. I like it um, like that, which was a, a porno. I was like, yo, why are we in the theater watching this? Yeah. Like, with your mom at all, people like, oh my god. But oh, yeah, she she was a big movie fan growing up, so she would be like, yo, we're going to the movies. Okay. It'll be the whole family, or sometimes it'll just be me and her. You know, yeah. you know, you know what's crazy is when you're older and you go to the movies with your mom. It's a different. It's just different. Yeah. You're almost equals. It's like going to the bar with your mom. It's different. You know what I'm saying? Like if you ever you want to take your mom out, you want to stop and have like a nightcap or something. You know, you guys are hanging out. And go to the bar with your mom or go to the movies with your mom. Now it's like it's just it's, it's just a weird different thing. It's not bad, it's just different. So Yeah. You think... gotta pay for your own film, that's why it's different. Yeah, that, that too. <laughs> Mom's looking at you, you got me, son? Word. Huh? Got, word. got me, mom? Slow, slow down there, young lady. Slow down. I was like, Mom, Mom, I thought you missed me. <laughs> like seriously. Um, let's see. My three movie experiences. Oh, you know what? Seeing the very first Transformers. That was dope. Cause I was sitting there and the everybody cartoon? was super hyped for it. Nah, the uh, the movie. I was about yeah, to say, yo, kid. Yeah, I'm about to delete this podcast because I know you lying right now, yo. Like four when that shit came. Out. Uh, the the cartoon yeah. one, I was actually six and I remember the whole experience because I cried when Optimus Prime died. That was a very traumatic experience. <laughs> everybody should have known I was gonna be a, a front runner. And, and two, when he likes Hot Rod. But go ahead, Cam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but I would say the movie, the Transformers, the movie though, because when he, like, he, right when he, uh, right when the 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 voiceover started, like the whole crowd just erupted and started cheering and like, you know, that, was, that shit was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, another random one was I wanted to go see freaking Star Trek, uh, the, the reboot with Pope. And then yeah. uh, freaking Tyler Perry was in it out of nowhere. Oh, yeah, Medea. And Pope was that loud. He was like, yo, what the hell is Medea doing in here? And everybody just started cracking up. <laughs> yo, Pope is one of the worst people to watch a movie with. Ever. Go ahead. Ever. Ever. Yeah. He's Ever. like he's out on the show right now. He yeah. was the worst. <laughs> yes. Um, but then, yeah. And then, yeah, dude, watching freaking – watching the – the, the original Transformers in the movie theaters. Yeah, I was bawling my eyes out, dude. I thought he was going to come back. That and Hound died. Hound was like my favorite character. Hound? Uh, yeah, man. I don't know why. Hound was, he was like short and scrappy, dude. He was dope. <laughs> you old anyway. underdog loving ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you looked at with uh, Pickle on Dragon Ball. Word, Piccolo. Oh. Oh, wait. That's my, that's my 3.5. That's my, uh, 3.5. Freaking Pope was like, Cam, we're going to go see Dragon Ball Z in the movie theaters. Oh, awesome. I, he did. I said, no, Pope is not. And he's like, no, we're all going to go. It's going to be jokes. We're going to we all, all go did. there. We're going to be laughing the whole time. And, and we like, all did. Don't do it. It's going to be horrible. He's like, it was horrible. Ah, whatever. It, <laughs> it was, was horrible. Horrible. Yeah, I see. Let me have a redo on the last one. I want to say. Wait, I didn't even hear your three. Go ahead. I heard Terminator Two. I missed the oh, yeah. It was it was Terminator Two, any Lord of the Rings, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna take off the Marvel one and say in, in this genre. The Boys in the Hood, Rosewood, and like Menace of Society. What? Like when those you know when those movies came out. Those are big. They are, but I always thought I was gonna die while I was yeah, watching no, no. them, y'all. That, that's <laughs> a dirty driver. 
No, because like, it, it, was, it, was, yeah. it was crazy because when we came out the theater, it was you can you can sense the tension, especially Rosewood. Oh God, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna take the Dark Knight off, and I'm gonna put a Higher Learning on my list. That, that one too. Ooh. I turned. I turned. I go for it. Malcolm X when I was done with that. Yeah. I was so to this day. to this day, I still look at him and like, man, you killed Tyra B. Word, word. Yeah, Michael Rappaport, right? I'm and so I feel like, yo, Remy, you yo, are the Remy. worst, yo. I'm not gonna lie. If 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 the if the Black Panther was right at the movie door, I'd have signed up right there. Yo, sign me up. Yeah, they would have got me. Oh yeah, when yo, I say I, that movie, I was played, young. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. We were young, susceptible, y'all, son. Yeah, that was it, a powerful movie growing up. Hell it, yeah. It put a lot of juice in uh, our blood that day. Like, when you watch Rosewood and Higher Learning, those two yeah. movies especially. Ooh, Rosewood's a good Rosewood. one, too, man. I yeah. think those two movies did, like, wake up and, like, holy, yeah. Those two movies, I think all every kid, teenager, young teenager should watch that. Like, yeah, Rosewood. Rosewood was pretty heavy, actually. That was heavy. That was real heavy. Hell yeah. It wasn't the most powerful, but it, it invoked an emotion when I went Damn. to the theater. Everybody came out ready for war. I mean, it, <laughs> it was like, came in the door. Were you right on that one? I learned it. I, I came out right. Yeah, I yo, I forgot how I learned it ended on a positive note when him yeah. and uh, Kristen Swanson, because remember she grilled him in the elevator or whatever her name is, Kirstie Swanson, when she grabbed a purse, but they both had something traumatic happen to them. So at the end, they were like. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. All I saw was Red. Was that was that movie underrated? You think? Now that we're talking about it, no, no, everybody. You ask anybody about that movie that watched that movie, they 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 know it has a place. Okay, yeah, I I always thought Higher Learning was. It wasn't a great movie, but it was a it was a movie that invoked a lot of emotion. Invoked a lot of emotion. You gonna die, Deja. Cause, cause that was that was that was in our golden era of hip hop. So you know, yeah, right. It was in our golden era of hip hop. Yeah, Busta Ron was in there. Ice Cube, Ice Cube. Young yeah. Omar Epps, Tyra Banks. Oh, I was Tyra like, Banks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Larry Fishburne. Larry yep. Fishburne. That was a good. <laughs> wait, wait. You can't. Larry. Larry Fishburne. That's what I said. Larry Fishburne. Yeah. Regina King was in it. Yeah. I forgot Regina yeah. King was in it. That that that's when the most beautiful woman on the planet was uh. Oh my God, uh, Jesus! I can't even think of her name. Uh, Mia Long. Yeah, Mia Long. <laughs> Mia Long. Mia Long was the one. Boys in the Hood had an impact too. That's up there too. No, but I, like I, I kind of group all those movies together. Like yeah. that, those little movies that that Boys in the Hood, Men in Society, Higher Learning, Rosewood. Those, yeah. those were moments. I wasn't allowed to go to a movie theater to see. I was. I didn't go see the movie theater, Boys in the Hood, or Men in Society. I wish I would have, but I didn't. I mean, uh, not Boys in the Hood. This society, I saw. I saw it on DVD or VHS, whatever the hell it came on. on I don't know. And and, and uh, uh, segue, uh, just go if you guys get a chance. There's a movie about the Black Panthers. If it comes around your theater, go see it. What's the name of it? It's about the Black Panthers. I think it's just Black Panthers. <laughs> I like to get one ticket for about the Black Panthers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I see a lot of people uh, posting it, and I see a lot of good things about it. So if you, if it comes around your neighborhood, go definitely check it out. And it's called about the Black Panthers. It's called the, the Panthers or Black Panthers. Something. Or something. Something black. <laughs> Gotta get me arrested. Uh, 
What's it called? Oh, and then my second my second part of it was um I watched the uh the premiere episode of Blackish, and I haven't watched Blackish since the pilot when it first came out. Was it and good? So, uh, it, you know what? It was. It was actually on the it was on the word nigga. <laughs> And, oh, um, they did the Kanye West thing. I saw the commercial. Yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, the the, the whole story was the kid, the youngest kid, did the talent show, and he did um, Gold Digger, and he said the word nigga in the show, in the actual show, and so mm-hmm. they stopped the tape and they expelled him for uh for hate speech, and so then they had Anthony Anderson like kind of talking about the word nigga, why they use it, da 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 da. So it was cool. I thought that was interesting the way they did it. But the one thing I noticed the whole time watching the show, because I've only watched the pilot and this one. I was like, this is cool, but it was so uh, like toned down to to for a white audience. Like they had moments that were funny, and I like what they were doing, but like it was a hundred percent like just it just they took out a lot of the, the I don't want to say soul. yeah, it was just weird. Like it was good, but it was so like like whitewashed, so so the white people could feel okay about watching a show with black people talking black about the word nigga and be like. Yeah, it was interesting. I've read that before about black just in general. And plus, I know the stats. Like, 78% of their freaking uh, their, uh, audience is actually white. But it was just interesting to see that, like, they were that blackish as a whole show has been, you know, basically, you know, showing the secrets of black culture in terms of, like, the nod and, like, whipping and, you know, belt whipping and the word nigga and this, all these <laughs> other random things. But then doing it in a way that white people can be like, oh, wow, that's really interesting, as opposed to, like, Really seeing it how it happens, and then I heard the same thing was um, kind of happening with Fresh Off the Boat, where people really liked the show, but the main guy who created it, he was like, you know, I like it, but he's like, I feel like they they whitewashed it so the white people can can digest what they're actually watching. So like they took out like you know my mom and dad freaking beating my ass for not getting good grades or like you know <laughs> domestic violence, like shit that happens in Asian families, are like this yeah. like a, a normal thing, but they kind of whitewash it so the white people can watch it and feel okay with it, you know, learning about different culture. So, but anyways, yeah, it was just it was just super interesting. Like, thought it was good, but it I just it didn't feel it just didn't feel like uh it was for us. It was more for like it's almost like kind of like a. Uh, I, I don't think it is. Yeah, it's not for us because we know the true essence in the story. Yeah, like yeah. even sometimes when we do the show, there's some topics where I'm like, uh, like you know what I mean? Like you kind of bite your tongue even though it's a table of truth. Yeah. But if you're if you're appealing to that audience, if they're watching that. They're gonna start to cringe, you know, and I think they might yeah. turn the channel cam. Yeah, you know, you're right. You know, that Blackish ain't telling us nothing new. It's, like I said, it is for a different audience. Exactly. The reason, the reason I tune in is because I, I got a secret crush on Tracy Ross. Oh, I'm in love. Oh, with she's her. bad. Yeah, she's bad. She got a big booty. Yes, and she's 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 on my top five underrated women that don't get enough shine. How them? So, she got a shine. That outfit she wore at uh, the BET Awards. Oh, oh man, I saw that. I saw that firsthand. But I didn't I mean, take a picture. Cam, damn. But, Lord. Hey, but, but, let's, let's be honest. Who put like nobody put her in the top five? She is cold. She is cold, man. Lord. Like I, I, that is the only reason I tune into Blackish from time to time just to see her. <laughs> it's because of that day cool and night cool me. That's why she didn't make me in my well, no, that, that and yeah. I, follow, I, I follow her on Instagram because she's funny. She's already reciting Meek Mill verses. I think it's the most hilarious thing I've ever seen. Like a, yeah, a she actually it, that is pretty funny. She's he, funny. He, he murder. Yeah, she is super funny. So like, she not only appeals to me in just beauty alone, but she's actually a funny character. She's a funny woman. She's a funny woman. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's cool. I, I, I a, like. That's her. a plus. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. So that was my thing. It was just interesting because I was like, 
I see what they're doing and I see how they're they're doing it. It's really, I mean, it's dope. I mean, good job. Like, I'm glad it's like doing well. And because of them and Fresh Off the Boat, there's a there's a slew of new Black and Asian and Southeast Asian shows that are coming out for on on ABC. So you know what? That's good. That's cool. Yeah. That's good. Hey, yeah. Hey, you kind of see the other side. Props to them. Props to them. Congrats. Um, all right, folks. Let me wrap this up. The Table of Truth. Thanks for rocking with us once again. And we are out. Peace. You ain't no, you ain't no Russell Wilson, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You can listen and download to all of our episodes of The Table of Truth on iTunes to search The Table of Truth Podcast.